Hi, I am so excited about what you're about to encounter. This, my friend, is a place where purpose and destiny collide. I want to welcome you to Conversations with Chris. I am your host, Christian T. Howell Sr., a father, an apostolic leader, Maxwell Leadership Certified Team Member. I'm a board certified advanced life coach and master mental health coach. At the end of the day, I am a builder and I'm here to help you build. We are about to embark on a journey of discovery and wholeness, getting on track with God's original plan for your life. During our times of conversation, we will talk about discovering who you were meant to be, removing and overcoming obstacles and barriers, and fulfilling your assignment and making your impact in this earth. According to 1 John chapter 5, verse 4, whoever or whatever has been born of God overcomes this world. And this is the victory that has overcome the world, our faith. My friend, hear me tell you, you are born of God. That means you were created to overcome. You are an overcomer. Would you do me a favor before we start? Subscribe to Conversation with Chris on Apple Podcasts, Google, Amazon, CPN Shows, or wherever you listen. And also tell your family, tell your friends and your neighbors to join in with Conversations with Chris. Let's change our world one conversation at a time. Don't forget, subscribe, share, and let's start the journey with this new episode. See you at the end of this episode. Welcome to this edition and episode of Conversations with Chris. I am your host, Christian T. Howell Sr., and I am absolutely thrilled. I am so honored that you would just take a few minutes out of your busy life, out of your hectic schedule, and have a few moments to chat with me. This conversation I have thought about over and over for many, many weeks, and I just believe it's time for us to have this conversation. Do me a favor before we begin this episode, subscribe, share, and download this episode. I want you to send this to your friends, your families, your coworkers, your haters, your your enemies, but also send it to mothers, to family members. I believe this is going to be a life-changing, real relevant, but an encouraging and empowering episode that no one can afford to, to miss. So before we begin, like, subscribe, and share. Grab your pen, your notepad, your paper, your Apple, your Android, your Mac, your Windows, whatever it is that you have, grab it because it's time for this new episode of Conversations with Chris. So let's jump right into this. This week, you know, this episode, I want to talk about chosen but running that's right the topic of this episode is chosen but running so let's just jump right into this okay because i'm not throwing rocks i'm simply going to join you talk about me and many other of our patriarchs who simply had amazing futures they accomplished great things They're recorded in history, uh, but there came a point in time in their life where the tension of who they were, who they were destined to be, 
the crisis of where they were currently living, but where they know they were headed, all of that collided. And in a moment, you guessed it, we took off running. You see, we're not throwing rocks in this episode. We're just chatting because running is natural. It is normal. It's an indicator that there's a disconnect between what I know, what I believe. It's an indicator that there's missing information. There's something that I haven't grasped, learned, or understood. And because there's this deficiency, I have no choice but to run. Now, in this book that I wrote a couple of years ago, Chosen and Challenged, I talked about this amazing, amazing young man named Moses. Moses, the murderer. Moses, the abandoned kid. Moses, the adopted kid. Moses, the guy who had a speech impediment and couldn't just seem to talk right. Moses, whose family didn't really accept him. Moses, who grew up in a place that became hostile towards him. That Moses that we so love to talk about is the Moses we're going to chat about as we begin this episode. You see, Moses, it seemed lived an amazing life. It seems like it, but if you record, uh, uh, go back and just really dialogue with yourself, you'd find out you may relate to Moses in some very practical and real ways. History records it that Moses was born when his people were undergoing persecution and adversity. It was absolutely not the best of times. But Moses showed up on the scene. Like you, like me, we didn't ask to be here in this generation. But God and destiny saw fit that we're here on the scene now. Moses at birth, his family couldn't afford to give him what he needed. His mother made the best choice she could. She put him on the water. And in our generation, we would say Moses might have been abandoned. I'd like to pause and tell you that sometimes when people give up on you, as you think, when people put you out, as you feel, when people walk away or leave you what seemed like high and dry, maybe it is the best they can do. And just maybe God has a plan to use that for your good. You see, Moses, after being put on the water, he got adopted. He got a family, a new family. He went from being a slave child to a child in the palace. You see, all that sounds good, but Moses still had this tension that says, where I currently am, I just don't seem to identify with. There's something going on that, that, that makes me uncomfortable, that just doesn't let me thrive where I'm planted. And so one day Moses is challenging and, and racing and, and going up the ranks, as we would call life, going up the high road. He's now, I mean, living the good life. But Moses still identified with something greater. Moses looks out and sees, as you can imagine, and as history records, he stumbles upon and looks at somebody that reminds him of something greater than himself. 
being assaulted. Moses gathers the courage, forgets about everything that was thrown at him, forgets about all the handouts and the benefits that he was currently doing and embraced his future and rose up and slayed. I mean, he murdered that guy. This is the same Moses huh, that we call a patriarch. Moses murders a guy and all of a sudden, he no longer identifies as the chosen one, but as the one who's got to run for his life. Moses takes off running and he runs from the palace to the desert. You see, sometimes, even though running, we ostracize it, we bash it, we're baffled by it, we criticize it, we critique it, we even condemn it. But Moses had very little options and this run actually saved his life. Moses probably would have been on trial and, 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 and guilty. Come on, he actually murdered the man. So he would have been found guilty of murder. The sentence could have stopped his destiny. Thank God Moses had sense to run. I want to pause and tell you that there's sometimes, there's some seasons of your life and my life where our backs are against the wall, where we made the best choice we possibly could have. It was stuck between a rock and a hard place. And in that moment, all we could do is run for our lives. My friend, let me tell you that your creator he causes all things to work together for your good. I'm telling you that even when you thought you was trying to escape a painful place, when you was trying to avoid a painful predicament, God will use your common sense to run. He'll make it work for your good. You know, Moses found himself out in the desert. He found himself just out there away from all the luxuries, all the comforts, all the things that he had grown up with, and he found himself in this isolated place now. Well, running saved his life, but that same run caused him to get to a place that was so uncomfortable. But my friend, that new uncomfortable place was all a part of his destiny. I'm just telling you, that don't beat yourself up because you ran. And my friend, many of you are on the verge of running. I'm not here to stop you from running. I'm here to tell you that if you've got to choose, choose your destiny and not your past. Choose your future and not your failure. Moses isn't the only person. The Bible is full of stories of people who had to make a split second decision. Do you remember the story of Joseph? The same Joseph who was beloved, who was favored, who was chosen. He was the apple of his father's eye. His father sold him into slavery. He went through all sorts of challenges and one day he got to a really good place in life just like Moses and Joseph had something thrown at him where his back was against a wall, 
and you would have stuck between a rock and a hard place, the leading lady of the kingdom made him an offer he seemingly couldn't refuse. That's right, she made a pass at Joseph because he was good looking, he was brilliant, but he still didn't ask to be there. Remember, it wasn't Joseph's choice to be in that palace. He was sold and betrayed into it. I'm telling you that sometimes you find yourself where other people make choices and it affects your life. My friend, you didn't ask to be in this. Someone chose it for you, but you embraced it. And because you embraced somebody's betrayal, you thrived, you survived, and you went to the top. And here he is in a split second. Do I violate my own convictions, my own belief system? Do I go against the very thing I believe in? Do I risk it all? Or this time, there's no one there to sell me. Do I choose to run? You see, Joseph's choice to run, although it seemed foolish because he left the great comforts of the palace, he almost had one night with the leading lady of the kingdom. But Joseph said, I believe my future, my destiny is so much more greater than this thing that's being thrown at me. You see, being chosen oftentimes mean that your back may be thrown against a rock in a hard place. You might be stuck between Pharaoh and the Red Sea. You see, being chosen means being tested, not just one time, but my friend, over and over again. Can't you relate to this? Where others seemingly have it so great and easy, and you're constantly faced and forced between what seems like two losing choices. And in those moments, you're simply asking yourself, what's best for my future. This is the cost of being chosen, my friend. I'm talking to you. Yeah, you. That sometimes you've got to run from something good because your future, your destiny, the greatness that's awaiting you is requiring you to lace up your shoes and run for your life. See, We've so long looked at running as a horrible thing. But remember, your life, you'll get a reward for it. And it's all based off how you choose to run. I'm not telling you that the answer is always to run. But I am telling you that because you have been chosen, you've been handpicked to do great things because your destiny is so bright, your future is so amazing that you're gonna be tested at moments. And in those moments of testing, don't settle for good when you've gotta to learn to run for great. That's what I'm trying to tell you, that sometimes you're not the mistake, you're not the problem. It's simply a test. And you've got to choose, do I stay 
do I compromise? Do I actually sell out? Or do I run for my own future? Because if it is to be, <laughs> it's up to me. No one else is going to do this for me. I've got to do it. But my friend, hear me. Before we conclude this episode, I want to tell you that if your motives are right and your heart is pure, God isn't mad about you running. If you do it in faith, actually, he'll meet you while you're on the journey. You see, I'm reminded of my last example, my good friend in the Bible, Peter. Jesus had been assaulted, had been uh, uh, antagonized, and here he is now captured and on trial. Those people who really want to kill him look for everybody that was close to him. They really knew Peter loved Jesus and stood close to him. Peter made a choice. He denied Jesus three times. You see, that's not a crime because Jesus told him, Peter, before that rooster can see the sun rise and he cock-a-doodle-doos three times, you're going to betray me. Jesus wasn't offended. God wasn't ready to zap him. He already knew that this being chosen was going to cause him to run. You see, what really encourages my heart, and I wanted to encourage your heart, is that after Peter did this thing that we all say we would never do, of course, Peter goes fishing again. Here's the interesting thing that I'd like to really help you with, that while Peter ran because of his own choice, mind you, he never asked to be chosen you remember Jesus just walked by and said, come follow me. So here it is. Now Peter out on the boat, on the lake, after running for his life, you see, Jesus came running after him. I'm trying to tell you that running is not the crime and God isn't waiting to penalize you. He's not waiting to condemn you. He's not waiting to bash you nor is he mad at you. He's madly in love with you. He's so in love with you that he can relate to your running. And because he relate, I'm telling you that now he's running after you. Sometimes you've got to choose between good and great. You've got to choose whether you want to be popular or you want to be significant. You've got to choose now. You've got to choose because you have been chosen. And because you've been chosen, you've got to run for your life in different seasons. I just want to encourage you that being chosen may make you run. But if you make the right choice for the right reason, the very thing and the very promise you're running from it's probably running after you. You know why? You're the chosen one. And wherever you run in faith, it will find you. You see, that's what I want to encourage you about today during this conversation. 
I'd rather you run for your life than fall into the trap. I'd rather you escape what you cannot afford to compromise with. I'd rather you do that and let the prize run after you. Why? You're chosen and you can't escape your future just because you feel like you can't master this. Hey, my friend, you're chosen. You're going to do amazing things in the earth. You're handpicked to do it. No one else can do what you were created to do. If they try it, they'll never do it better than you because you're the chosen one. And my friend, being chosen means you may run. So run well. And here is my conclusion. If you run, you'll win. That's all the Bible says. Don't faint. Just keep running. As a matter of fact, you'll run until you run right smack into the thing you thought that you ran from. Because you are handpicked to do this thing. Hey, be encouraged. It's not over. You haven't lost. Just keep running. I'll see you on our next episode. Thank you for listening to the Conversations with Chris podcast. If you like what you heard today, you can visit www.christiantheowell.com for more information concerning books, blogs, information on spiritual growth and development, and even some of the services we provide, such as coaching, therapy, and deliverance sessions. Also, you can find more information about all that we do at www.overcomersmovement.org. Listen, we are everywhere on social media. You can find us on Facebook or Instagram. Just look for Apostle Chris or look for Overcomers Movement. Look, I enjoyed this time with you today. Before we leave, please take a moment at the end and rate and review the show on Apple Podcasts. If this session has been valuable to you, please share it with a friend, spread the word, tell them that Conversations with Chris is happening every week. Listen, our hearts are for you. You are born of God. You are an overcomer. You have the victory and we'll see you next week. Take care.